Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we have Caroline Allen with us to hear about her Equals H team to Kenya. Let's discover her experience together and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I am the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of students in desperate and difficult situations. And the purpose for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry here in Ecuador and worldwide. Oh, I like how you an- you added that at the end. Good job. Thank you. Uh, because we couldn't do it without you, and especially, well, especially all of it. <laughs> but, um, Jorjito, why do you uh, why do you throw in that worldwide part? Because I'm very happy that we are actually not just in Ecuador, but in other countries like yes. Haiti and Costa Rica. And <laughs> Should I help you out? Do you know? <laughs> I do know that we're in Kenya, Uganda, and Rwanda. And Ma- Madagascar? Uh-huh. Madagascar. Wow. Yeah, that Ecuador. one's brand new. So That's seven. Yeah, okay, yeah, thank you. <gasps> what That's is a that, new voice. What's that dulcet tone across the airwaves? Ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. We're here with Caroline Williams-Allen. Yay! Whip, whip. <laughs> Welcome back, Caroline. Thank you. I feel like Caroline needs no introduction. If you've been around the Equals H world, you know who Caroline is because she's been full-time here in Ecuador for over two years. Wow. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's not Lent yet. I'm going to say that all the time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Like we should be ringing bells when you say that. (laughs) Caroline is also from the Episcopal (laughs) tradition. And uh, she was also from Swanee and also played field hockey and also from the top of the cross and all sorts of other wonderful things that I like about her a lot. I don't know anyone else like that. No, me either. Um, Only uh, the two of them, Cameron and Caroline. (laughs) Practically the same same person in different time periods. It's like the Twilight Zone. No, she's just calling me old. I was waiting for him to say different decades. (laughs) (laughs) We're 20 years apart. Different eras. (gasps) Even worse. Okay, time periods. I I thought about it. Referencing Taylor Swift because I'm hip, Cameron. Anyhow, we're just very happy to have Caroline with us. And I was adding the little worldwide part because we are happy that we are um, equals ages in other countries too, but we don't all have the opportunity of understanding truly what it means that equals age in those other countries. But Caroline here had a great opportunity of going and visit to at least three of the countries mm-hmm. in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. So we want you to tell us all about it. How was it? When did you go first? Yeah, that's a good question. I was sitting here going through pictures and, and dragging my memory because um, I got to be part of the Education Equals Hope um, vision team that went to Africa in October. Of 2023. Of 2023. Yeah. So like three months ago, I think. Three months right? ago. Yeah. I'm counting on my fingers. Um Yeah, and so a bunch of people from around the U.S. went. We got to go with Celeste, our executive director, and Mika, who's our communications coordinator. 
And, and you're part of the communications team, which is one of the reasons that you are on that because you do some communications with leaders around the world. Yes, I like to dabble in that all my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> and just lots of other wonderful friends of Equals H. And so it was a good team. And over 10 people. Even though she got back uh, the end of October, which, no, she had almost six whole weeks before <laughs> Christmas and holidays and all that stuff. Today is the first day that we are getting a chance to hear firsthand about that. So we're just excited to have you. Thanks for, for being here. Thanks for having me. Even if you make fun of us. Um, <laughs> just out so, of love. So would you start at the very beginning? Oh, sure. <laughs> so what? The, tell us the, kind of the outline of the, of the trip. Mm -hmm. um, I can't. <laughs> I said the T word. Oh, dear. But Anyone vision, have a buzzer? Yeah, it's a vision team. <laughs> Give us an outline of what the team did. Okay, yeah. So as Jorjito said, we are in um, three countries in mainland Africa. And then around the time of this team, we actually added a fourth country in Africa, Madagascar. But that's really far away. So we didn't make it to Madagascar, but we made it to the three mainland African countries. Um, they're all close to each other in Western Africa. Um, so first we were in Kenya for about a week, and then we were in Rwanda and Uganda, mm. hanging out with our partners there and just getting to know them. So it was a really wonderful time. So what, uh, you started in Kenya, mm -hmm. and tell us about our partnerships in Kenya. We, uh, we've had Bishop Ben on the podcast. Oh, great. Uh, so uh, all of our listeners know who Bishop Ben is, and he oversees all of our partnerships in Africa. How many, he oversees something like 160 churches or something like that. And did you go to all 160 of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have one every hour. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. Don't you want to come next time with us to Africa? Sounds uh, kind of impossible. <laughs> yeah, so, so Bishop Ben oversees all the Education Equals Hope partnerships just in Kenya. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he does. He has, I don't know how many exactly, um, but over 150 churches, mostly in Kenya. Um, and then he has kind of other ministries that are affiliated with those churches. And so Education Equals Hope partners with six ministry sites in Kenya. Um, and we were able to visit not all of them, but most of them. Um, and so Ben kind of does the overarching leadership for the country, kind of like Cameron does here in Ecuador. And then he has leaders in charge of each of those ministries um, working on his team. So should I just jump right in and yeah. tell you about the ones? Yeah, tell us okay. Because <laughs> you know more than any of the rest of us do. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> Unless Celeste is listening. Hi, Celeste. I'm going to try to get the facts really, really right. <laughs> um, so the first um, group we got to interact with, so Ben is the bishop, but he also has a ministry right in his home. He and his wife, Christine, have adopted nine orphans. And so their family is a ministry site. Um, and so the first thing we did, we, we got out of the tiny little airport and they were a couple of the kids were there with Christine mm. who is just, I mean, she just has a presence like no one else I've ever met. She's beautiful and warm and we just felt welcomed right away by her and the kids. Um, so they have nine kids who live with them. Um, they're varying ages, but like I would say most of them are kind of in the like 10 to 12, 8, eight to 12 range. Um, never a dull moment in that house. Never a dull moment. I don't know if y'all know the story of Ben told this when he was on the podcast, but like he and Christine got back from their honeymoon and one of the girls was on their doorstep 
like, hey, I'm going to live with you now. Okay, great. Oh, wow. How <laughs> so old they was, became was it an infant or not an kid? infant? I don't know exactly how old she was, but this kind of started this succession of orphans who they mm-hmm. have cared for. Um, I, I was on an executive team call with Equals H last night, and uh, I think two of them are in the process of going to high school or the next step is to go to high school or secondary school, but they can't go without a birth certificate and they don't have birth certificates. Um, Mm -hmm. because literally like these children have been deposited on their doorstep and said something like a $2,000 per kid processing fee to create a birth certificate so that they could then go to secondary school. So yeah. If anyone out there has a money tree in your backyard and you want to help Bishop Ben do that, let us know. Yeah. It's crazy the things that we don't know to be thankful for, like mm-hmm. that I have a birth certificate. Exactly. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So okay. that was the first ministry site. So so that they call their those kids Central Academy, but it's it's kind of been in Christine's family, um, not technically a school. Um, so that's number one. And then the second place we went is kind of on the same property as their home. It's the Gilgal School, and Equals Age sponsors some of the students at the Gilgal School. And so we got to go just kind of run around in the schoolyard with them. I don't really know if it was supposed to be recess or not, but we got there and it was recess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And some of the older students in the school had just like participated in the singing competition. So they sang uh, this Mm. beautiful song for us and... Yeah, we, I mean, kind of the whole point of being in Africa is just to get to know the people and get to know the students and the teachers and and a personal relationship spend time as opposed to like, oh yeah, we're connected to these people in name, right? But now they're people that you know, right? And you know, Mika and Celeste and I, kind of as the communications team, mm-hmm. with a lot of help from a lot of other people, we, you know, we WhatsApp with them and we text them and we email them and we're like, send us stories, send us pictures. And it was just so fun to get to meet these, like hug the people who, you know, Edward's been sending me WhatsApps for years at mm. this point. And so it was like, oh, mm. you're Edward. I'm Caroline. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so so it was really, really special. Um, okay, so we were at the Gilgal School. Yeah. So Central Academy, Gilgal School. And then that evening. So, so this we. This is all the first day? It feel, it, maybe not all the first day, but we saw all three of these. Lovely ministries on the same day. Okay. Yeah. We had lunch with Central Academy, and then we went and visited the Gilgal School, and then we had dinner with Doors of Hope. <laughs> and what is Doors of Hope? So Doors of Hope, um, I just was talking about Edward. He actually um, was supported. I don't know if he, again, this is where my facts are a little fuzzy, but he, Ben and Christine helped raise him. I don't know if in their home or or affiliation by affiliation. And so Edward, when COVID hit, um, similar to how it is in, how it was in Ecuador and Kenya, there were curfews. And so Edward, um, who had at some points lived, you know, outside without a home on the street saw and was aware that there were these guys who were getting in trouble for being out on the street past curfew, but it was because they had nowhere else to go. They didn't Mm -hmm. have a home. Um, and, even some stories say that the police were shooting people who were out past curfew. And so mm-hmm. Edward went to Ben and he said, Hey, I, what can we do to help these boys? Like they need somewhere to go because otherwise they're not going to make it through COVID one way or for one reason or another. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, so he and his wife, um, who have also this adorable little two-year-old, have taken in boys, and those ages range from, I mean, infants to like high school age, maybe even technically people who, if they were in the States, might have already graduated from high school. So they have this huge range of boys living from with them. Infancy to 18, yeah, 19 plus. years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they and this just many? started. I don't remember how many. Over 10, 15, maybe. Okay. 12, 15. Not 30. Right. But not less than 10. Yeah. 10, 15, 20 in there. <laughs> More, bigger than most families that I know, but you know. <laughs> 1.9 children yeah. family in the U.S. Yeah, and so they all came over and they met us at our hotel for dinner, and um, it was just fun to get to see them. They, I think they were a little bit shell-shocked, like, who are all these people and <laughs> what's going on? And mm-hmm. But we got to share a meal together, and it was really, really fun. And that was all in one day, all three of us. Well, so I'm, <laughs> I'm actually putting together for the first time. So, like, I direct Ecuador, but we work with Carmen Bajo and Amos and Buen Pastor and Amos, I already said Amos, um, and Guasaki and Ria Bamba. And mm-hmm. so this is, these are the names that Gilgal, Central Academy, Doors of Hope, these are the names of their Carmen Bajos, Dios is Amor, Buen Pastor affiliates. Yeah, I would, I think that's a good analogy. They're not all necessarily churches, but they mm-hmm. are all ministries that Ben sort of oversees the leadership of. So, and they're all interconnected. Yeah. Um, and the, did you see any others in Kenya? <laughs> Why, yes, in fact, we did. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> um, the next two days we got to spend um, getting to know the other two ministry sites in Africa that we got to spend time with, and they were both schools. Um, the first one is the Zoe City of Light School, and that is a primary school, and we got to get there in the morning and all the kids were lined up in their yellow and green uniforms ready to raise the flag and they had waited for us and so we got to see the whole oh wow shebang <laughs> <laughs> and you know they did the pledge of allegiance in the that version in Kenya I don't know what it's called and um, every class came up and did a little presentation. Some of them recited poetry or did a dance mm-hmm. or they had all prepared something special for us as their guests which was really beautiful. Um, And then we also got to participate. um, Shem is another leader that Ben has hired. And so he is actually in charge of the Hope to Others water distribution Mm -hmm. project in Mm -hmm. Kenya. And so we got to visit the two schools and then also see the water filters distributed in both of those locations. Wow. And again, all of our our leaders, all of our listeners (laughs) know about Hope to Others because we've had Chip on, we've had updates about that periodically. So we, um, you got to visit sites that are Educational Hope, educational sites, Mm -hmm. and then two of them were also water distribution, water, water filter distribution sites. Yeah, yeah. So kind of the kids come to the school and then like with Zoe City of Light, we met the kids in the morning and then we went and met people in the community around the school in the afternoon and some of them were their parents and um and the community they call it a slum so I don't know what the technical definition of a slum is but um we got to walk around and see the families and spend time in their you know rooms and see their talk about the posters on their walls when and you, <laughs> when you say rooms that's because that's their house is a room yeah I was gonna say living room and but it's you know mostly just one room it's just one room yeah okay yeah so you know we kind of got to spend time with the kids and see the schools in action and then get to see the greater community and also distribute water filters. So Kind of like a home visit. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and posters on their walls. There were some interesting posters. Yeah, I'm trying to, you, like, you know, I think sometimes in Ecuador, things that you haven't seen or things that are in English are sort of have this, like, revered status. And mm. it's the same thing that, like, they had, you know, I don't know, posters of Cadillac cars and, you know, <laughs> bikini-clad women on them. And they're like, look, look at our posters. And we're like, Great! Oh. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's interesting. Where did that come from? Yeah. Yay, propaganda. And, and you know, sprinkled in with some Bible verses, too. So we had the whole spectrum, often, like, right next to each other. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I mean, a situation like you, you use what you have, and yeah. it's available, and you don't... Um, um, interior design is probably not very high on the list of priorities. Yeah, and it's a way to kind of get to show your personality a little bit, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so really anything fun. else in Kenya? Yeah, so so that City of Light school was the first day, and that's kind of on the outskirts of the city of Katali, where Ben is based. And then the second day, the second school we visited was the St. Michael's Academy, and that's a more rural um, situation. And so it was kind of interesting to see both situations, but very different environments. Um, <laughs> we, were, we were driving in, in vans, um, to St. Michael's, which is maybe an hour, hour and a half outside of the city. And children were, like, running after the vans, screaming, Muzungos, Muzungos, which means, like, white people. That's their version of gringos. Uh (laughs) And, like, I mean, you could just see people on the side of the road, like, slam their elbow in their neighbor, like, look at those people. So it Mm -hmm. it felt like not a lot of people who look like us visit Mm -hmm. that area. So that was an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we take for granted that the people we see, and when you're in uh, not rural, remote places, yeah. like, yeah, it's it's pretty cosmopolitan. You see people of all sorts of descendants and d- descendancy. Yeah, all <laughs> um, shapes and sizes and t- colors. And, and, and it's just, yeah. you know, your mother teaches you, don't stare. <laughs> um, but that is like, I mean, there's not a whole lot. One of the things that I um, share with teams a lot when they come in and we ask them to, here in Ecuador, we ask them to do some sort of workshop. It's like all of the cultural enrichment assemblies that I had as a kid growing up, like watching people drive by in a van is the, is the equivalent of that cultural enrichment assembly. Like that is something of <laughs> note and of difference. Yeah, we were the uh, attraction for the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you think of Kenya as a mm. whole, what do you... What is a person or a story or a situation that caught your heart mm. or that you've brought with you forward? Yeah, I think I think I just really, you know, Kenya, there's so many sites, which is wonderful, but we were only there for X amount of time. And so it was kind of fast and furious. So we never really saw the same people again the next day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, hi, it's so great. Nice to meet you. Maybe see you next time. Um but the, but the kids, even though they weren't the same children from day to day, it was kind of the same. It felt familiar almost after you'd been there for a day mm-hmm. or two. Um, just, you know, being living here in Ecuador or even living in the States, like there, for me, there's just something about, you know, bending down and looking a kid in the eye and smiling at them that is the same everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and, um, they loved braiding my hair. You know, my hair looks a little different from their hair, and <laughs> it's long and blonde-ish. And 
They they would just braid my hair and touch I ha- the hair on my arms. They would just like pet me like a like a cat or a dog. <laughs> they were just, you know. But it, it's like, for me, it's almost easier to interact with kids than people my own age. And um, and the last day we were at St. Michael's, and um, there's a little girl who I feel like I've seen maybe in other people's pictures of of our students in Africa. I don't know, but. She looked kind of lost, honestly, and she was kind of standing there, like, biting her finger and looking around. She's, I mean, like, two, like, very little. Um, definitely didn't speak English. I don't know how much language at all she spoke. And and she, we just kind of, like, looked at each other. And I, I it was, just felt like this kind of holy moment for me. And, and, you know, I'll probably never see her again. And we didn't say anything, but I kind of held out my hands, and she held out her hands, and... You know, I kind of like was like sending love into her. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she just ran away <laughs> to off, <laughs> off to the next thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was just I think there were just a lot of really sweet moments like that. That, And I hear you talking about just the humanity yeah. and recognizing that it's not that other or different just mm-hmm. because it's in Africa. It's. Saint people anywhere in the U.S. and Ecuador and Kenya have the same needs of being seen and mm-hmm. valued and loved, and you got to do that with that little one. Um, it sounds like uh, a lot of so. other hugs <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we can't yeah. wait to have you back for the next round um, to talk about Rwanda and Uganda. But uh, in the meantime, any parting ideas before I wrap this up? Uh, check out our next vision team to Africa whenever that is. <laughs> it was a great, it was a great time. <laughs> uh, because we are, we do have the incredible privilege of helping support the education of students in desperate and difficult places. And there is no shortage of wonderful people in this world. I am so, so thankful um, that I can say that. Like, I know a lot of really phenomenal, wonderful people who want to do something good in this world. Mm-hmm. And I feel incredibly privileged to be in that place of a bridge mm-hmm. um, that we can say, hey, we know so we know a good way to help support um, these students in desperate and difficult places. Mm-hmm. So go to educationalshope.org and find that Donate Now button. You can um, scroll up to where we work there's a button and you can find Kenya and you can learn more about it there. If you want your donation to go straight to Kenya, you can make it on that page. Of course, you can always do that on the Ecuador page as well. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, thanks for being with us, Caroline, and we look forward to having you back. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.